0: Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Matt Rudlinger. And Matt is going to talk to you about some important things in business in which we both can relate and things he's done. So he's been in the plumbing business. He's learned about gaining relationships. It led him into doing marketing and also doing events. Then also even talk about how he bought a caramel business and his meaning behind that so in this show you're going to learn the importance of building up relationships and connections how to do that and how it's so powerful in business he's going to give you some marketing tips and what he uses in his company and then also i go into deep detail about how he puts his events on because i was fascinated i mean i myself with the Young entrepreneur convention i want to know how other people do events he talks about how he creates an event, how to get people in the room, how to monetize off of it, and just some of the things he does and how it leads into more sales for his business. Uh so some great stuff here with Matt. It's gonna be a great show. But before we get started, I want to remind you about our campaign for our TV show, Ambitious Adventures. You can go to ambitious.com forward slash adventures. We already announced we are going to Los Angeles, California. We're going to lacrosse, Wisconsin. And we just announced we are going to Des Moines, Iowa. That's right. We're going to be coming to Des Moines. So we're hoping to announce a few more cities coming soon. But please, support us for $10. You can get a season one download of our TV show, Ambitious Adventures. And what will you get out of it? Well, you're going to learn from entrepreneurs who have started from nothing. You're going to learn how to start your own business. You're going to learn how to create a six- to seven-figure business. I mean, some of the people we, we interview are people in the retail industry, tech, Um, virtual reality, we're talking um, food industry, you name it. We're going to interview them in cities across the country, and there's going to be a lot of value and stuff you can use in your own business. So help support us. Go to ambitious.com forward slash adventures, or just go on Kickstarter and search ambitious adventures, and you can find us. Great video that you have up there. shows all the value. I mean, I totally appreciate your support for a pledge. Help us to get this seen on a larger scale. So let's jump right into it with Matt. Let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brendan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Matt Rudlinger. Matt, how you doing, my man? Doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing great. We had a mutual connection introduce us And we got talking on a phone call, and I think we talked for like 45 minutes. And it's always, it's it's, uh, relaxing, energizing to talk with somebody that has the same kind of vision and thinks on the same level and just doing some big things. And that's why I had to bring in the show, all the things you're doing, which is awesome. I'm excited to jump in with your marketing, with your doing events, uh, how you got started in the plumbing, everything else. So Matt, start off, and I always start every show, go back in time. And let's hear where you first got started as an entrepreneur and how it led you to everything you're doing today. Tell your story.
1: Many years ago, far, far <laughs> away. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, you know, so it, it did. I started in plumbing sales, believe it or not, selling toilets. How does that make you feel? Toilets. <laughs> toilets. So, um, yeah, I started doing that. Never been in sales in my life. Uh, worked for a mechanical contractor prior to that and started going out calling on contractors and you know it was from there I learned the importance of being unique you know uh, while some people would call on contractors and try to interrupt their day to make sales i would have a shovel in the back of my truck and i would jump in the ditch and then start helping them dig while talking to them, to them talking to them about doing the business yeah so a little bit of different approach, you know, um, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm helping you. I'm not going to stop you in what you're doing, you know. So now you've created a big difference between everybody else. So um, yeah, you know, did that did that for ten years, uh, and the company I worked for sold sold uh, closed the doors basically, or they sold out to another company, and decided this is the perfect opportunity to uh, start my own business. And uh, you, you know, a funny story with that actually. Two weeks after I started my own business businesses, contractors called me and said, "Where the hell are you at?" I'm like, well, I'm no longer doing uh, you know the sales anymore. And they're like, well, get in here, we still need stuff. So actually for about two years after I started my business, I had the marketing agency and I sold uh, um, what they call Division 10. I'd sold uh, construction materials. Because the contractors called me to back into their offices and help them, to helped them out.
0: So, so you had gained that relationship
1: prior, and then they they still wanted you. Oh, absolutely, because I was doing things so much different than everybody else, um, and in the service level that I provide to them was obviously irre- uh, irreplaceable. Uh, but you know, the the construction, I, you know, and that's kind of how we got into the web design. Uh, a buddy of mine. That was in the same office of my the building I was at. Did web design for some pretty major corporations, and so now our website is number one when you would type in for this uh, this product in the construction industry. And now I'm flying out to uh, military bases, measuring for products and selling stuff all the United States, you know, with these products. And um, but. You know, construction industry is just a different world, not something I really wanted to continue to do. It, just, it, was, it was kind of overtaking the marketing side. So I actually sold that website to a company that found us online yeah. um, over North Carolina.
0: <laughs> so you sold that to them. And so you, I was going to say, and this this kind of leads in, you had them them clients still because of relationships. You had gained a great relationship with them. And I mean, as you and I talked, I mean, relationships are everything in business. I mean, for future, they're always going to be keeping good relationships with people and your your network and everything you do. So let's talk about how you've gained good relationships with people, just some of the techniques you've done over the years for your businesses.
1: Well, the, the biggest thing about creating relationships is being consistent because there's nothing worse than having somebody that's there for you one time and creating an experience for you um, when you reach out to them the next time. Well, maybe they've had a bad day and they're you know not the same or you're not getting the same results so the first step to relationship is consistency and being genuine um you know it's not hard yeah you know it, it well, some it sounds, people
0: make it some people make it harder than what it really is
1: it is I mean just how do you want to be you know how do you want to be treated when you're working with companies why why do you work with the people that you do? whether you know whether it's the restaurant you go to or the, the businesses that you're working with, why do you deal with them? There's reasons. and for those reasons are the same you know it's, it's the same reason your customers want to work with you. Um, you know, just be there for them, treat them fair, you know and really and, and, and get to know them on a personal level. And that's the big the other big thing is, is reaching out to your clients other than when you need you want to sell them on your product or service or them reaching out to you, when they need your product or service, what, isn't it, wouldn't it be great if your customers were, were calling you for anything they needed, whether it was related to your business or not, yeah. and become a resource for them to help them in whatever they need? And uh, you know, it's, it's by doing that consistently and being there for them that builds that relationship.
0: Yeah, and the thing is when you have connections, even if you can't help them, you, you obviously can lead them the right people. and That's when connectors – I mean being a connector is big in business, and you can be the go-to person.
1: And if you're a connector, you're uh, you're ahead of everybody else. And so. then
0: also, then what you find out too is the fact that when the same people come to you, or over time you have the same wants. I mean, that's where business opportunities come about. Because hey, I need this. I need this. You hear it enough. It's, well, why don't I create a business
1: out of this? Right. If you're the first, if your name is, comes up in their mind when they're thinking things outside of what you do, I mean, you've got you're a home run. You know, it's a home run because. You're going to be the go-to person. So you took
0: taking – I mean building relationships and keeping relationships to a whole new level and this is where it kind of goes into you own a caramel company. <laughs> and yes, that, that is a, a caramels <laughs> that you eat, correct? And I had to verify this with you when we first talked. So tell me how it led you into the caramel company and where you see uh, your vision with that business and what it's doing for you.
1: Yeah, it's really uh... – a. I say it's a funny story uh, because for years we've always sent our customers caramels for their birthdays. And I can show you hundreds of messages and, you know, customers saying thank you for the caramels. You made our day special. Um, so we, we've just done that for a while. And the lady that owned it is a personal friend as well. She came up to me last year. Oh, I would say in September and said, Matt, um, got grandbabies, my husband's retiring, I'm gonna shut down the caramel business. I was like, oh no! You know, that's, I mean, it's a big part of our, our relationship with our customers. So I bought 25 pounds of caramels right there. So, which is a lot, which is a lot of caramels. And uh, I came home and my, wife, my wife's like, what is that, you know? So I was like, well, this will last a little while. <laughs> so, um, spent some time reaching out to other companies and trying other products. You know, and I just couldn't find a company that worked with me like Joan did, nor could I find something that tasted as good as those caramels. And I didn't want to go anything second to none on those caramels because that's really important. Um, Everybody loves them.
0: I'm looking forward to
1: trying mine, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're on the way. (laughs) They're on the way. so, So talking to my wife and she's like, yeah, we'll just do it. Buy the business. Really? <laughs> By the caramel so, business. Yeah. So uh, I was like, okay. So we uh, we talked to Joan and worked out a deal. And as of you know January this year, we now own Joan's Carmel's. and you know we didn't touch the recipe, and so we can continue on that tradition. Plus, we can now take that experience and help other businesses create that same type of connection and relationship with their customers by providing something that's personal and delicious. That, I love that. So what, <laughs> what, what
0: is, and just give insight, because I'm just curious for myself, for your caramel business, what, what does that look like? Like you have people in there and they're, how do you even create the caramel? Like I don't even know what that would look like.
1: I'm the taste tester, just <laughs> That's your position.
0: That's my position.
1: So uh, my wife makes the caramels. And then, um, we have, we have to make them in a commercial kitchen. So they make them and then, uh, my, my, my girls and some of their friends, they wrap them and then they, we freeze them. Basically they stay fresh, frozen for a couple years. And then, I mean, obviously we don't keep them that long enough, but they would stay fresh for a couple years if you want to throw them in a freezer. Um, and people can just buy these online then? Yeah. You just can go online, uh, jonescarmels.com jonescarmels.com jonescarmels you can spell it either way you'll get there <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah we could ship, we ship them all over the United States and for businesses uh, of course you know with our marketing side we also do promotional products which so we'll actually warehouse product for businesses with their logo on it and then they say hey we need some we want to thank a customer for whatever and we'll ship out the the candy jar, the tumbler, whatever, with their logo on it, anything else they want with it, with the caramels in it to the customers. So when the customer opens it, it's got their brand all over it, thanking them for whatever, you know, whatever the situation is. So we'll warehouse the product and then ship them out to them with the fresh caramels.
0: So it's a great supplementation for your your other business. Because it, what, what it does is building that relationship and people don't forget. And one thing I always do like say happy birthday. Like because people remember that. Hey, that person remembered my birthday. And I, I like that. There's some people in the mail, like uh, I, I know for one of the insurances I buy, um, they send me on my birthday a personal note by card and say, thank uh, happy birthday, Brennan. And mm-hmm. you don't forget that. I, I don't know. Remember the car salesman that was like known. They did studies on him, one of the best car salesmen there is. He would send to his clients every year, I like you. That's all he'd say. I like you, and that built in a relationship, they came in, they always bought from him, and obviously they told more people, and he sold the most cars in a year, or something like that, but that philosophy, building that relationship, and I think one thing that people need to take away here is this, and I found out, you have to have long-term relationships, you got to be consistent, like you said, and Want to actually help them. Like some people are like, hey, I want to help you out. And like they never really follow through or they just do it for the wrong reason. Like, hey, I'm going to do this for you. What are you going to do for me? Like, no. Like actually be genuine and create a good relationship because as you've seen in business that I've seen, that's how you get to the top. That's how you reach. And it's, it's that golden ticket in the Willy Wonka line. You want to get to the front of line, build that relationship with the guy that's in the front and then budge in front. <laughs> I mean. Right. And,
1: yeah.
0: Or in your case, Give them that caramel. That's your good ticket to the, the front of the line.
1: That's right. That's right. You know, I mean, people just want want to be heard and recognized. I mean, they they do, and you know, it needs to be genuine. And you know, it's amazing. The the more you people you help, you know, the more people are going to want to help you. I mean, and that that is by far, like you said, a golden rule. And you know, just go out there without the expectance of return right away just do the right thing and it it comes back to you it really does it
0: exactly and so for you your business and the one thing I mean we're gonna go into how you do events because I really am fascinated because I mean I do events myself but the marketing then with what you have with triple R marketing talk about how you got started with that and some of the things you do and just some some things for people some value for others to know for their own marketing purposes what mistakes most people make, and what are some good tips to give
1: them? You know, the biggest mistake that I I see is the true understanding of marketing that it's a a sprint and not a... it's a a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Uh, You know, there's nothing worse feeling, you know, and I feel for the businesses when they come to us and it's like, they're like, we're hurting, you know, we, we need sales. I mean, and there's nothing that you can go out there with magic Dust and spread out there, and all of a sudden, people are knocking on your door because I mean, how many times do we get blasted with advertisement today? You know, and so when we say we're great, when a business says they're great, nobody cares, sorry, they don't. But when a customer says how great you are, now everybody's listening. So, if you, you know, you want to continue to work on, you know, coming with the businesses come in, teach them how to harness relationships, build them and have the customers be their spokespeople for their business, that will take it to the next level of growth. But that's not something that you can do quickly. I mean that's something that you have to work hard and you have to earn that, um, that recognition from your customers. Yeah so that, that's the biggest mistake I would say is that you know that understanding that it, it's an ongoing process, it's not something that you just do when you're slow. Or You're always doing it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's every day. Every, every day you're building your brand, you're building who you are, and you're building those relationships nonstop.
0: And sometimes like that marketing that you do, like let's say for podcasting, for example. I could be podcasting, let's say, for three four years. And um, that episode back two years ago, somebody could have heard, and that could be what – Gets the person to work with you, or maybe after three years of doing podcasting, they build that relationship. And then when they do need you for a service, oh, I'm going to call that person because I mean I feel like they've gave me value for their show for over the years, and why not call them? So that is what you're doing because you you it's hard to put an ROI on what that marketing does because things that happen years down the road, but it's being consistent all the time. So what what are yes. some ways like let's say. I see you were going to work with somebody. What are some great marketing things that you do? Just I know it's different for every situation, but uh, some just things that people should be doing for sure. Constant.
1: Well, I mean, you know, for social media, for example, uh, you know, we help them build a community. Yes. And you know, it's reaching out to uh, local businesses and how can you help them you know in your area if you're if you're if you're targeting you know we're here in Bloomington Indiana and if a company comes to us and they're like we want to really build our brand okay let's start helping you promote other businesses let's help 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 you um, start promoting events that are happening around the city that you're becoming a resource for the people that are seeing your brand so they so when you speak they're willing to listen you know so and it's kind of the, uh, it used to be like, what, 80-20 uh, rule, 80% of the time you're um, being a resource and 20% of the time you're marketing your business. I would say more 90-10. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I think Jay Baird nailed it when he said, you know, you're competing against family and friends. So when you're on social media, so if you're constantly out there. You know, and that's a big mistake. is You know, the, every time you see a, a post from a business, they're trying to sell something. It's like, oh my gosh, unfollow! I don't want to see that every time. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, nobody does. You know, so selling um, is not selling. You know? No, it, it's social media, not selling media. And uh, you know that that's the so that would be a start. One thing that we would start is you know helping a business understand how to create that community um, there. And then providing good information that people want to know about, and that's kind of where the website would come into, like creating a good blog, if you will, on their site. And then linking that social media to their website where the people that are reading it get the information they want. Again, you know that gives them access to other things that are on their site. Maybe more blogs, more information to get more familiar with the company, and then of course that runs into the whole SEO side of it too, which you know, so it all kind of it all works together. It's it, it's a it's a continuous circle. It's understanding the um, mapping, the journey mapping, if you will, of your customers and how you can uh, interact with them.
0: You know, and it, great point there uh, from like Jay Bear with Utility is is this like some people are worried like if I give them all this free information that They they don't need to come anymore. They won't buy my stuff. Well, here's the deal. Like, and he did this. He talks about this in the book. By the way, anybody listening should listen to his book, Utility. Um, And he online just gave out a lot of free content, a massive amount of free content. People study. They learn. But at the end of the day, people don't. They're busy. They're either lazy, busy. They just don't want to do it themselves. Life gets in the way. So what they're going to do is when they do need you, they're going to come to you. They are, because you are the one that gave them the resources, gave them the information. you got that credibility. That's why blogging, I mean, blogging every week, podcasting, social media, you're building that relationship. You're just give, 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 and then eventually, I mean, they'll come to you. It's like by Gary Vee. He has a jab, jab, jab hook. Um, it's about, hey, you're, you're just giving so much value, and then when you're asking for sale, people don't even see it coming, and they just, they buy. So, that should be the approach and I think like you said like if people are just selling you nonstop, stop it's annoying it is
1: it is and you know if
0: it's no trust not, there's no trust at all
1: there's not and you know I'm not a mechanic in any way but if I want to build rebuild an engine myself I don't care I'm gonna do it you know what I mean so it's either I'm gonna get the information from you or somebody else so wouldn't you rather be the one that I'm reading it from then when I get stuck which I'm going to if, it's, if I'm if I'm touching an engine, it's going to blow up. Me too. <laughs> uh, but but you know, but when I get stuck, who am I going to reach out to? The guy that was providing the company that was providing the information out there, or somebody that's nothing got nothing but sales all over the place. You know, so yeah, I mean, if somebody's going to, try to do it themselves. They're going to do it themselves, whether you you're blogging about it or telling about it or somebody else's. It doesn't matter. So you know that fear. I mean, you should. You can get over that pretty quick because realizing, I mean, you can turn, you can search any topic online, and there's thousands and thousands of articles. So you know. And and, that,
0: and that's the truth. That's why I mean, Google. I mean, there's so much free content out there. That's why it's so vital now for marketing. It's just giving a lot of free resources and becoming that authority because over time, after doing that, it is good for SEO. I mean. I've found that out over the last couple of years. Of and like it gains great SEO. You can just mm-hmm. Google Brandon T. Adams, and I got it, I got it covered. Read um, by the way, the reason I did the T is because there's a famous poker player,
1: Brandon Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was going to ask you about that actually. I'm yeah, if... yeah, the reason
0: okay. because that is because right. there's a famous poker player, Brandon Adams, and there's also a uh, an actor, Brandon Adams. And uh, so I did Brandon T. Adams. And you look at one thing; it's proven that I've seen other people. Um, you look at like. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson or you look at Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks, like they all say their full name. Like when you say your full name, people, they instantly, they think you're somebody and it shows authority. So that's why I say my full name and that's why I'm different by saying Brennan T. Adams. Some people are like, oh, why do you say the T? It's like, well, I bet you won't forget me. I had a friend that he actually, yeah. his name is Sean Jeremy James. He's got three first names, but he says that I never forgot his, first, his name. But it's to, for people to remember it. So that's why, again, why I did Brendan C. Adams. That people can't forget it. I mean, you can see it online. I tell them just Google it and people remember it. So a little nice. tip of the day for anybody. Say your full name when you introduce yourself. It's very powerful. Um, but, again, the SEO, It's about just giving a lot of value to others and for the marketing. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, it takes time. And, That's why I mean, podcasting or doing blogs or social media. They might see the article, and it might be six months down the road, and they're like, "Oh, hey, I remember when I saw that article."
1: Yeah, absolutely. You you just never know, especially in today's today's world where we're so connected with everybody and with social media and everything. I mean, you know, how easy is it to connect with somebody now? I
0: just had a. Uh, a guy reached out who's going to become a good friend is, uh, Emil Antonios, a guy out of the UK. He saw me on a Grant Cardone show and then he listened to my podcast show. And now we're working out to do an event in the UK. And Oh, nice. Just because he saw one thing and it, isn't it crazy how connected we can become online and wow, it's powerful. So again, so we got the market there. The one thing I really want to go into now, and this is, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions, technical, because I, I, I want to know for myself, but for what you do with your events. So you do events and you travel. So give first audience like insight of what you do with that and how that process works. Because I have a lot of people contact me lately like, hey, how do I put my own event on? Or how do I, how do I create this? How do you get people there? How do you monetize off of it? um let's let's share your experience because you've become very successful you've done what yet 11 years now
1: yeah uh, this is our love the year in business and wow. so uh and, and and still loving it and that's the key right there just so you know um so our our events that we do it's a program called launch it's a three-hour seminar and we spend an hour talking to businesses about search engine optimization making sure their website is, you know, up to the standards that it needs to be. Um, you know, you don't go, you don't go racing the Indy Five Hundred with a Pinto. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's it's important to make sure that you've got those things set up. We we teach them about blogging and and the importance of understanding how to title tag and and uh, you know understand keyword uh, keyword research and things like that. And then we go into an hour of social media, understanding where are your customers at. Um, focusing on the right platforms because if your customers aren't there a lot of times you'll see businesses spending a lot of time and effort on platforms that their customers really are not at. Um, so understanding that and how the social media works with their website if you will, you know doing the linking and uh, sending back to the site. And then the last hour we talk about customer experience because when you're looking for a, company, uh, you're looking for a business online What's one of the first things you see? Reviews, right? Yeah. And and you're going to those social media. What are people saying about them? And you know, getting your uh, getting your customers to be your cheerleaders, if you will, for your company. And so we, you know, the the course really kind of it's kind of hot. You know, the, we talk in the beginnings a little more techy uh, with the SEO side. You know, we encourage the people to bring their laptops and you know get on their sites and see what they've got. Learn a little bit of social media about the experience and put those together because it works together. Um, it's a like I said earlier, it's a continuous loop. And yeah. understanding where your customers are coming from, what are the touch points that you have with the customers, and how can you create that experience at each point that they are touching um, with your company? You yeah. know, and, and, and going to your website is a touch point with the customer, a potential customer. What's their experience on their on your site? How long are they staying there? Yeah right you know so understanding those things uh, are really important so so launch focuses on that and, and gives them kind of a crash course that they can go back and, and things that they can implement right away and you know, with their businesses
0: I like it I like it so three hours is three hours of just complete
1: information how do you get people in that room so we work with a lot of um, chambers if you will uh, and then you know Bringing in businesses, local businesses, uh, to you know learn more about their all, you know more online presence and moving forward. We can also uh, customize the presentation to organizations. Uh, we've done some stuff for like the CBBs here in Indiana. Uh, we just we just presented at the Indiana Chamber Executive uh, Conference a couple weeks ago. We took two sections of the course uh, to, for uh, tracks at their conference. So, I mean, we, it's, it's very customizable, obviously, based on the organization and what yeah. they need you know, and what, what, what they need help in and uh, where they're trying to grow.
0: So, when you go in, you're using their location, right? So, you don't have to pay for a venue or anything. And no. they're they're paying ticket price to get in?
1: Yeah, we charge per head, basically.
0: Okay, so, so. Let, and I'm just because this is one thing people, it's one thing to put a vent on, but it's how to monetize off of it and I mean that, that can be a struggle in itself. So how do you guys monetize from your event um, to be able to keep doing it and to turn it into an actual business?
1: Well, you know, you have to ha- it has to create this, um, creating relationships, obviously. Yes. With the, with the people that you're working the events for, you know, having them give some feedback, some testimonies, if you will, about how it's affected their businesses. So, you know, it's kind of like anything else, the the proofs in the pudding you know if other businesses are, are saying wow that was some of the best courses that i've ever taken and i i was able to go back and, and implement what i learned and it's making a difference you know other other area other events uh coordinators and other you know whatever it is you're doing you show them that you let them see what the results are from your previous events and, uh, you know, that usually is the sale because that's what you want. You again, it's, just, it's no different than events is no different than business. Yep. because if your customers are your cheerleaders, people are going to listen. If you say you're great, nobody cares. If they're saying you're great, people listen. It's no different. If you're saying your course is great and nobody really cares. So do you promote like promotion
0: ahead of time for these events? Like, are you connected uh, with enough of the Chamber of Commerce where they actually help promote it for you? And like, what does it cost to get a ticket to go into this?
1: Well, it depends on the chamber. Yeah. Um, they decide on what, you know, the price. I mean, we have a price set to them based mm-hmm. on the number of heads and then they decide, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've had one that they paid for it for the member, you know, bring yeah. members in others will charge more. So it just kind of depends on what they want to charge for mm-hmm. it. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, again, you know, it's, you know, and they're connected together, obviously chambers work together. And then I think it's pretty common in most industries. So if you, you can get into a few places, yep. in whatever, whatever your niche is and, and get them to refer you, you know, it starts to, and, and the biggest
0: thing, like I just know from putting on young entrepreneur convention and other events, it's, you're being that influencer and go-to person. So obviously you provide that mass amount of value. If you follow up with them later, um, It'll, it could lead into business for you as well for your own company.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, with any presentation, I think you have to make an offer at the end to really kind of wrap it up. Um, I took a couple courses from. I guess I'll give her plug here. I guess uh, Dr. M- uh, Michelle Mazur. I don't know if you heard her. She actually just came out with a book today, but nice. she she um she does training on presenting. Yeah, and you know talking about. Never close your event without some sort of exclusive offer. And I think the key is that there's no strings attached, you know, to close a deal with, you know, say 50% today or something that actually calls them to actually have the, some, something attached to it, I guess you could say, you know. Where it's there
0: should be a call to action. I mean,
1: there should always. But I think if you can do something without any sort of, it's pretty legit, like here's a free offer for for the people here today okay and then when you have that what that does that opens up an opportunity of a one to one conversation with that person that attended your event okay whether it be with a sales team or an individual but so that you can learn a little more about that person and how you can help them because i mean when you're in an event you're talking on a large scale yeah you know but if you can zone in again and create a little more personal relationship with the, the attendees that's where you can lock in if you will that opportunity and start building on that relationship because you're talking to everybody when you're talking yeah. and then if you can get a, a way to connect with people afterwards and have like you know like we're talking right now one to one I mean that's a whole other opportunity that creates um You know, you're starting to build that relationship and understanding what they do and they can understand what you do and and you kind of move.
0: Yeah. And you listen more. I mean, that's one thing people need to listen more because like when you get that one on one with them, they're going to if you after talking, to them, like they're going to say where they're having struggles and what they're doing. And you with your expertise and services, like you can see how you can fill the voids and like help them. So then that's where, hey, I can work. This is how I can help you
1: exactly you know and so to to make an offer you know just to say you know at the end at the end of an event say you know today only we're going to knock off $500 off a website if you sign up well not everybody needs a website yeah in there you know what i mean but if i can uh, create some sort of call to action that allows me to talk to them one-on-one. Well, maybe they do need a website. Maybe they don't need a website. Maybe they need help with their social media. So, you know, it's kind of like under, you know, getting that opportunity to to zone in and, and really learn more about your attendees um, so that you can tailor, if you will, whatever it is you're, you're presenting to them. And that's what we want anyway. We, we want to be you know, we want to feel like we're unique and we're not like we're not treated like everybody else. Yeah. And so by doing that, it gives you that opportunity.
0: You know, I think uh, so one problem some businesses have is they don't listen enough. And that's I mean, you guys do listening to your audience and seeing what they're having troubles with. And sometimes you just gotta straight out, like send out an email and be like, hey, what are you struggling with? Like, what is big things right now? And once you see that and you get a trend of the same kind of things, you figure a way to fill that need. And to help them out. And for you, you guys are doing that. And that's why when people do events and you look at the monetization, how people are making money, you do ticket sales, sponsorship, people upsell packages. I've seen where they sell $20,000 masterminds at that event. But for mm-hmm. what you do, is very unique. I mean, you're offering them a free consultation. There's no strings attached. And they're getting value of mm-hmm. it. And if at the end of that conversation, you guys can help them, it's a win-win. Business for you. You're helping them. That's Perfect. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's the, you know, so the 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 cost of their ticket to, to the event, you know, is pretty much offset by the the free consulting at you know the session, you know. So, um, you know, and, and we, you know, we're you know we're real open about it and we try to help them out with it, you know, and then, yeah, and it opens up doors um, to work together. I mean, absolutely. So it's it's again, you know, getting to know them a little more and so, learning about their business.
0: So you, I mean, we've talked about relationships. Um, which is key. We've talked about just some of the marketing things, and then also how to be consistent, putting out. I mean, goes back to utility. I mean, all that value you put out there. You guys done that with events and events again. Uh, kudos to you because I know how much work they are, and they are very yes. valuable. Though I mean, they connect you. They really get you connected, as a influencer. So looking through all that and everything you experience, I want to end on a couple of things here. Is one, what would be your advice? to anybody out there, um, for one, what would be your advice to anybody that's looking to do an event? And then two, what is your advice on just creating uh, a great lasting relationship, like the the best advice you can give?
1: My advice on events would be, make sure you do your homework, because the last thing you wanna do is put on a, you know, go say that you're an expert in something and go out there and do an event and fall on your face and not be the not have something that people want to want more of. Yeah. Um you know, and, and I would say if you're going to do events, make sure you've taken you've got a, a group of friends and you've spoken in front of them a few times and that you're comfortable and you know, there's nothing worse than somebody that goes up and reads from postcards or some whatever you know yeah. so I mean you got to learn how to interact with people as well you know so doing events I mean I think uh, <clears throat> Jeffrey Goodmer said it's, it's, it's not a uh, well I'm trying to think exactly how he said it it's not a uh, I'm messing up it's like you're people are there for a presentation I mean they're there for a presentation but you're you know they they're there to be entertained as well exactly you know so and i know i just totally butchered what i was going to say on that but the, i think it's key you know you got to learn you got to learn to know when's the right time that they're all funny in there you know when's the when's the right time to be serious and you know making sure that they are getting value out of it because there's nothing worse than go to an event and you're like okay i didn't got i got nothing because the the stats say that people are going to forget 80% of what they just heard within the next 24 hours and they're going to forget 90% of it in the next seven days. So you need to make sure you know what the 10% th- th- that you want them to remember is.
0: You, they'll, they'll forget the words you say, but they'll never forget how they ma- you made them feel. And when you engage with them, make them feel either emotional, funny, whatever, they're more likely to retain more information. And the best way to retain the most information, keep it with them, is by telling a great story. And if yes. you've gone, I've been to Tony Robbins events, like, he tell, he's basically telling a story the entire time, for hours. But that story has good key points, and there's a lot of NLP behind it, but like, it's, uh, it's powerful. And I, I just thought about the third day, just some of the things that happened at that event that still stick with me. And I try to do that when I go to an event, speak and put something on. I wanna create that experience that they never will forget. And if you can do that in business, anything, it'll be very, very good for your business, very good for getting your point across and to get people to actually come back to you. Yeah, you made a great point. The
1: storytelling is key. So you have to have stories because people do relate to that.
0: One of the best things. Um, so I, I really enjoyed this, all this. And by the way, I'm looking forward to my caramels again. <laughs> I can't wait for the caramels. Oh, yeah, and, and I see we've uh, been able to uh, do some stuff in the future, especially with everything we got going on. It's cool to see what you're doing. If anybody wanted to reach out to you, let's say they want to attend one of your events, they want to get your caramels, or they want to reach out to you for marketing, where can they find you?
1: Uh, the best way, I mean, shoot me an email. I'm, I'm always always receptive. Uh, my email is matt, M-A-T-T, at RRR marketing and it's spelled out T-R-I-P-L-E-R marketing.com. I've said that so many times. And um, you can, uh, you know, if you want some of the caramels, you can go to Jones Caramels, uh, J O A N S, or caramels.com. or if you spell it J O N E S Caramels, you'll still get there. Um, so yeah, you know, we just—that's the best way going. Get, home. get home me on LinkedIn. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter, triple uh, R M K T. So if you type in Matt Rulinger, you, it'll slam you with everything you need to know and find me. <laughs> on yeah, so, You've done your I, SEO. Yeah, I watch it pretty, pretty, uh, oh, quite often. So,
0: <laughs> well, Hey guys, I, t- I suggest you check out them links and thank you again, Matt, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it, man. And uh, appreciate it. in the meantime, everyone, you know what time it is. Go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show with Matt. I just enjoyed all the things we talked about, especially about relationships. You know, in business, it's about the relationships you build. Be genuine, actually wanting to help people. Because you know, the more people that you can help, the more you're going to get in return, the more values can be created. I mean, there's so many great things happen. So learn to help other people. Great. Get great connections. And things will take care of you. I promise you. I've seen it time after time just a great show. I mean, it's it's very true. It comes down to who you know and the connections you have. And one great quote is, um, what is your net worth? Well, what what is the net value of your connections? That is your net worth. I mean, the connections you have. That's why I say, if you want to become a billionaire, surround yourself with billionaires and you'll learn and see things on their level. If you want to check out the show notes on this, go to com and search for this episode, episode 151, and uh, check that out there. we got some more links and notes there. Um, and also, if you haven't done so already, please, if you can, go to Ambitious.com forward slash adventures. Give us a pledge to our Kickstarter campaign. We need all the support we can get. It helps us reach more people, and you're going to get a lot of value out of it. I promise you, you think this show gives you value. Wait till you see this TV show. I'm so stoked. We're going to be filming here in August, actually, already. We're filming August. It's uh, 12th through the 14th in Des Moines, Iowa. So if you're in Des Moines, Iowa during that time, maybe you'll see us filming. Maybe you can even be a part of the film. Keep watching, and you can follow me on Snapchat, btadams18, and see everything I'm doing. So that's it for today's show, everybody. You know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable, because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.